0: Voices. You know, we live in a culture, we live in a world, a day and an age in which there's so many voices that are screaming at us, aren't they? They're telling us this and that. So many voices in our world today clamoring for our attention. It's on the TV. You hear it on the radio, the internet, maybe even you hear it from a spouse, your children, your bosses. Your friends, employees, even enemies, aren't there just so many people in our culture today screaming at us, telling us what they think? I mean, people want to know that they know something and they want us to know that they know something, right? And so they try to tell us whatever they want us to know. People we've never met try to tell us something. People that we've known for a long time, they try to tell us something. One friend says, hold on. One friend says, let go. The preacher says, hi, while another preacher says, low. One voice says, go here, and another voice says, go there. What are we to do in a world that is full of voices? And some of these messages that you see on the screens above me tonight are things that our world is speaking at us. We live, do you know, not only are people talking to us, but did you know that machines talk to us. We live in a voice-activated society. Siri. Siri. Speech Interpretation and Recognition Interface. It's what it stands for. Siri's bailed a lot of you out of trouble, hadn't it? Siri's told some of you where to go. It's told you how you look. It's told you what to get on Valentine's Day. Siri. Siri. Siri is a computer program that works as an intelligent personal assistant and knowledge navigator. Now, we men thought that that's what we were supposed to do in this world, right? That we were supposed to be the knowledge navigators and the personal assistant. I mean, we know it all, right, men? WD-40 and duct tape. That is all you need. Have you ever asked Siri questions? I have. In fact, let's just let's just ask Siri some questions. Siri, what is the best smartphone? The one you're holding. What does the fox say? Cackle, 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 cow. Siri, can you make me a sandwich? good with food. It's important. What is the meaning of life? Life, the condition that distinguishes animals and plants from inorganic matter, including the capacity for growth, reproduction, functional activity, and continual change preceding death. Is God real? Real. That you address your spiritual questions to someone more qualified to comment ideally a human So listen you thought Siri was pretty good, but I got some stuff for you tonight. I are a human (laughs) Voice activated I mean she can tell us just about anything we, we, we don't even have to talk to a human to order a pizza these days. Don't you just love that? And then they get it wrong. I, I love that commercial on TV right now with the dudes at home and he's in a bind. And he's asking for representative, representative. And the dudes just, he's, he's passed out because he keeps getting sent to India and Zimbabwe. And, you know, they've sent an ambulance. He's asking for voice activation. I mean, we live in a world that is constantly screaming and the voice carries tremendous power the voice has power today doesn't it it controls things and you know what you're you're consumed and, and i'm consumed we're consumed with voices how many of you have ever seen one of those disney animated movies you ever seen a disney animated movie a yeah, grown men raising their hand don't be ashamed man come on bro listen if you want to score points with the ladies watch one all right? But, but have you ever sat watching those movies and tried to figure out who the voice is? You, you know? And, and movie stars these days, they'll tell you that they, they long to get one of those gigs. They, they, they long to be the voice. of Like Matthew Broderick was Simba. Did you know that? Matthew Broderick. You thought he was Ferris Bueller. Right? He played Simba. Remember John Travolta in Bolt? John Travolta? Right. Grease Lightning? Yeah. Bolt playing an animated puppy dog. (laughs) He knows that the voice controls things. Mandy Moore was Rapunzel. Did you know that? And, of course, one of my all-time favorites, Woody in the movie Toy Story was voiced by who? Tom Hanks. Come on. We, we, We just voice. The voice is a big deal. The voice has power. It has power. Some of you here tonight and you're facing some very big issues in life. So some of you walked in here tonight, and and, and besides, you know, how many eggs do I need to color when I get home this evening? Some of you have some major questions in life that maybe you walked in here tonight and you're just longing and looking for answers. For example, should I move? Should I marry this person? Is this job opportunity the right one? You're longing for answers. You're longing for someone to speak to you, and Siri might not cut it. She, she might tell you to move to, like, Oklahoma. And we know that that's not right for, just kidding. Sorry. Boomer, there's not any here. They're all at church. We long for those things. We, we, we're longing for someone to speak to us. We, we need guidance, we, we need answers. Who are you listening to? In a world that is full of voices, how are we to make sense of it all? Great questions. And I have a great answer for you tonight. You see, the one that we need to hear... The one that you need to hear from with whatever question or whatever guidance that you need in life tonight. The one that you need to hear above all the voices, above all the noise and the clamor in our culture today. Well, it's the one who created you. And it's not your mom and your dad. But it's a great God in heaven that we've just been singing about for the last 25 minutes. How can we hear from him? How can we hear from God and know how we are to possibly live our lives in a culture today that's giving us so many of their own opinions. Well, it's really simple. It it, it is really, really simple. How can we hear from God? How can we know how to live? Listen, if you want to hear from God, you've got to listen to his voice. You see, here's the deal tonight. God is speaking you know, we, we, I, this afternoon I watched about four hours of the History Channel. and It was showing the Bible. It was showing the, the events that, that, that I've read stories about. And, 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 and I love those scenes that we were watching today because it showed God speaking to Abraham and God speaking to, to Moses through a, an incredible burning bush experience. Did you know that God is still speaking today? Do you know that that, that was not just reserved for, for the prophets of old and, and, and for the times of the Bible? But see, God is still speaking today. And I want you to know that. And here's the really cool thing. You can still hear him. So in, in, in a world that's telling us what they think and what they believe, listen, God has spoken and he's still speaking to you to tell you what you need to know. Do you believe that with me? You see, God has built for us. He's built us for a relationship with him. And relationship requires Communication. So, in other words, here's what I'm saying tonight. If you want to hear from God, you need to have a relationship with Him. And and make no mistake about it, He wants you to hear from Him more than you do. He wants you to know. He wants you to hear. He does not want you to walk around like some of you are tonight, dazed and confused. Hey, you're faced with making a major decision in life. He wants you to know what He has for you. And by the way, He's got great plans. He's got a great future for you. That doesn't mean that it's always going to be easy and there might not be some work and effort that you have to to put forth. But I'm telling you, God wants you to know him. And he wants you to know his will for your life. In fact, in John chapter 10, verse 27, it says this. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. A couple of chapters earlier in that same book of John, Jesus made it clear in John chapter 8, verse 47, that anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. And then further on and towards the back of the Bible, in the book of 1 John, the apostle elaborates this point by saying these words to us in 1 John 2, 27. He says, but you have received the Holy Spirit. And he lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what he teaches is what? True. In a world that is screaming and preaching and telling us what is right and what's wrong, who knows some stuff? God does. He knows what is true. It's not a lie. And so just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. Listen, if you don't hear anything else this Easter, I want you to know something big time tonight. God wants to communicate with you directly. He does. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to know and to hear his voice, but there's something you need to understand. Spoiler alert. There are other people that want you to know their voice too. There are other people that are trying to get in your mind, and they're trying to speak into you. They're trying to mess you up. They're trying to jack with the direction of your life. They, they, they want to cause a major detour, and so they're going to continue to speak. The Bible would call that the enemy, and, 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 and I would say things of the world as well. You see, just as God is trying to speak to us, that's not the only voice that you can hear. You see, so many have listened and and, and heard the voice of self well up within them. So many of us in this room tonight, if we're gut honest with ourselves, and don't you lie while you're at church, don't you lie. We've listened to the world, haven't we? Some of you can relate to some of these messages. You'll never be good enough. Some of you in this room tonight have been told you'll never amount to anything. Some of you are told you're too slow. Some of you said you're not smart enough. Someone said you came from the wrong family. You live on the wrong side of the tracks. You don't have enough stuff, right? And we've bought in and we've listened, haven't we? We've listened to those voices. So how do we know? How do I know if I'm truly hearing from God? Or how do I know if I'm, I'm hearing from Satan? How, how do I know if I'm hearing from the world? It's really simple. Listen. Discerning the enemy's voice is really, really simple. It will always contradict scripture. It will always have a bent towards selfishness. Or it will hold some sort of ulterior motive. You see, the key to hearing God's voice above all these others, the key to hearing God is discerning between his voice and your own. Discerning between God's voice and the voice of the world becoming familiar familiar with knowing that God is speaking hearing his voice and practicing his presence and let me just kind of burst your bubble tonight hearing from God is not some mystical experience for the uber or super spiritual people listen Moses was hiding out in the wilderness he was a murderer Right, And God spoke to him. It's not just for the uber or the super spiritual person. It is the natural dynamic of being in relationship. And in this relationship, God is speaking. And you need to know the relationship that he wants to have with you. In that relationship, he's going to hear you. And he wants you to know. He wants you to know his voice. And he wants you to follow that. You know, when a friend calls you, how do you know it isn't just a prank call? I, I like to listen to, I, I listen to other things on the radio besides just K-love. I hate to, to tell you that. I'm a human, and, and I still like some good old dirty country music. And, 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 and the latest CD I bought was Justin Bieber. And 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 my staff has been known to walk into my office, Megan Luevna would testify, and and I'm getting pregame warm-up is best of the backstreet boys, right? Yeah. I don't care who you are. It's where you're from. Don't care what you okay. <laughs> There's a local radio station now, a new one. Some guys just moved in from out of town and they love prank calling people. How many of you have heard that station? Yeah, see? Sinners? See, I'm not the only one. It's got, <laughs> It's like 94.1 or something like that. And, man, it's crazy. I wake up just in time, but I want to hear this stuff. And people are getting torqued off. They're cussing. I don't do that. But they're just they're prank. How do you know the voice of your friend from the prank caller? Right? Or how do you know that it's not your mom? or your dad that's calling, or your brother, or your boss, or your neighbor. You, you, you know when your friend calls you because you know your friend. You, 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 you know their voice. You, you, you know them by spending time with them. You, you, you know the speed of their words. You, you know those inflections that they have. You know the tone of their voice. You know their voice because you've spent time with them. That's the way it should be with God. If you want to know the voice of God, you're going to have to spend time with him. And as you do, here's what's going to happen. You're going to begin to know his character. You're going to know his nature. You're going to know his word. You're going to know his interests. You're going to know his pleasures. You're going to know his displeasures. The more you spend time with him, the more you allow him to be involved with your life, listen, you will be able to hear his voice and know him. And know him. Someone was telling me a story just this week about sheep. You know, sheep aren't the smartest of all animals. Anybody raise sheep in this room? It's all right. Don't be embarrassed about that. We like to eat them, okay? Don't be. Just, just, just kidding. Why did I say that? That's why we need that three-second sensor, right? That's why we don't stream anything. That's so why I'm not on TV, because you just never know what's going to come out. Just kidding. Sheep are good for mutton-busting. How about that one? Okay, good. Sorry. Just need to use that one next time. Sheep aren't the smartest of all animals, but they are really smart in one capacity, right? You see, a sheep knows the voice of his shepherd. She, 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 sheep won't just follow any, any shepherd. Someone was telling me a story, that. I just saw a video this last couple of weeks of a sheep on, on the side of a road. And, and people were stopped and trying to, to call this sheep to, to come to it. And, and it wouldn't come until its owner, until its shepherd, until the one whose voice they didn't call. And that sheep came and did whatever that shepherd, his shepherd, wanted him to do. You see, that shepherd has spent an enormous amount of time with that sheep. And although that sheep wasn't smart, he knew. He knew his shepherd's voice, and he knew, he knew that a shepherd would take care of him. You see, that's the point behind tonight, that if you want to know God's voice, it's going to come from you spending time with him. So listen, if you don't recognize someone's voice, it may mean that you've not been listening. If if you don't recognize someone's voice, it may mean that, that you haven't been spending enough time with that person. Hey, if you don't recognize or know someone's voice, it may mean that you need to get to know that person better. And here's the great thing. God is inviting every one of us tonight to come and to know his voice. He's inviting you to know him. Is that not an awesome opportunity? To hear God's voice, we must belong to God, You see, if, if I'm one of his sheep, he's my shepherd, I, I belong to him, I'm going to know his voice. You remember what it says there? My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. You see, those who hear God's voice are those who belong to him. Those who have been saved by his grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are the sheep. Who hear, the sheep hear, they recognize his voice because they know him as their shepherd. And if we want to recognize his voice, oh, listen, you must belong to him. You see, that's the problem. That's where so many of us maybe aren't hearing the voice of God because we don't belong to him. And the enemy knows that, and the world knows that, and other people know that, and the enemy works through people. Hey, just as God works through people, the enemy does also. And he gets in your ear, and he starts to chatter and tell you all these lies about what he thinks is best for you and who you are, and their lies. In fact, in Scripture, he's known as the father of lies, voices someone was asking me, why, why, why are we talking about voices on Easter? Well, because I think that is the story of Easter. Actually, I think Easter is about voices. You see, tucked way down deep in the Easter story, we, 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 we read about a, a, something that happened, about a voice that made its presence known that forever changed history. But it's also a voice that changes lives. See, I don't know if you're very familiar with the Easter story. So many of us, we, we, we pause and we stop and we find out that the tomb is empty and he's risen from the grave. But the story continues. You see, the, the, the story goes on and it talks about a lady by the name of Mary Magdalene who, who came to the tomb and he's, she's standing at the tomb of Jesus. And she's already been there and she, she came earlier to, to take care of his body, but, but she found that his body wasn't there. And she ran back and grabbed a couple of the disciples. Guys, you're not gonna believe what's happened. His his body's gone. What? Yeah, come. You've got to come and see this with me. And she's standing there at the tomb and she's weeping. Because his body has disappeared. And, and as she looks into the tomb, the scripture says that she sees two angels. One is sitting where the head of Christ would have been laid. And one is sitting at the feet where the body of Christ would have been laid. And they ask this woman, they ask Mary, Mary, why are you crying? And she says, well, because they've taken my Lord. He, he's not here and, and, and I don't know what they've, they've done with him. Have you read that part of the story? And I love as we pick it up in John chapter 20 in verse 14. It says this, she turned to leave and and she saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you've taken him away, will you please tell me where you've put him and I will go and get him. She doesn't recognize Jesus, probably because she's crying profusely. She's, she's probably messed up mentally, because how many times have you seen somebody resurrect from the dead? Does that happen to you often? No. She's in anguish. She doesn't recognize she's a mess. And then Jesus says this, Mary. Mary. And she turned to him and she cried out, Rabboni, or teacher, Mary. You know, Jesus can preach a perfect sermon with one word, can't he? Some of you are going, I wish you would learn from Jesus and just do that, okay? It's (laughs) it's time to go home and eat barbecue, right? (laughs) Jesus can preach a perfect sermon with one word. And you see, tucked in this Easter story, that word Mary, her name, when her Savior called her name, and when she heard his voice that morning, when Jesus said to her, Mary, Jesus only had to say one word, and everything was explained You see, she heard in the name and in the tone of the voice, she heard her beloved Messiah, her teacher. You see, that morning her eyes failed her, didn't they? But her ears could not mistake that voice that was saying her name. And make no mistake about it, many other people over the course of her lifetime had called her names. They'd called her names, too. She'd heard her name many times from from many different lips, but only one had spoken it with that tone. and She recognized the voice. She knew the voice of her Lord. You see, that's the voice that forever changed history, isn't it? That voice proved that Jesus truly is the Son of God. That voice that was spoken that day, that, that, that voice that, that Mary heard, that, 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 that one voice, not the voice of the angels, not the voice of the other disciples that were there, that, but that voice, that voice proved that he was a God like no other. <laughs> you see, he's alive, he's resurrected. There's no one else that's ever risen from the dead and called out other people's names like Jesus did that day. Are you with me tonight? It's a voice that not only changed Mary, but it's a voice that was spoken that Easter Sunday morning that forever changed history. Had there not been that voice today, you and I would be sitting at home watching basketball tonight. But no, you're here because you know that voice holds power. You see, the voice of Jesus reminds me that my sins are forgiven. The voice of Jesus reminds me that my slavery to sin is now broken. The the voice of of Jesus reminds me that my Savior takes my fears and my cares. You see, the voice of Jesus reminds me that my life is now settled in eternity. You see, it's a voice like none other. It's a voice that Mary heard that had changed her years before. But on that Easter Sunday morning, It not only changed her, but it changed us. Listen, in a world of competing voices, you need to know what his voice says about those of us who have said yes to him as Lord and Savior. You see, his voice says to me that I am a child of God. His voice says to me that I am a friend of Jesus. His voice says to me that I am redeemed. His voice says to me that I've been set free. His voice says to me that I am accepted. His voice says to me that I am a saint. My mom's here and she doesn't think that sometimes, but his voice says, oh, you're a saint. His voice says that I'm a new creation. His voice says about me that I am blessed. His voice says about me that I am chosen. His voice says about me that I've been sealed. His voice says to me that I, oh, you may laugh at me, you think I'm overweight and balding, but he says I am God's workmanship. His voice says to me that I am a citizen of heaven. His voice says to me I've been set free. Oh, and his voice says to me that I am no longer a slave. Come on, church, that's the voice. Listen, I said yes to Jesus when I was nine years old. I was a third grader. And I grew up in a great home with a mom and dad that loved the Lord. I, I, the church was all I knew. I was a good kid. I'd heard the stories. I had sang the songs. I, I don't know how many macaroni picture frames I made at vacation Bible schools. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But at the age of nine, there was something that, that happened in my life. It was a Sunday night, and I couldn't escape it. I heard the voice of Jesus call me, say, Jason, Jason, I love you, and I want to come into your heart. And you know what I did that night? I said yes to Jesus. You see, he called me by name, and it forever changed my life. When I asked you this morning, have you ever said yes to Jesus? Have you ever said yes to God's voice that is calling you? In fact, he's speaking to someone right now in this room. And he's calling your voice. He's calling your name. And and his voice is saying, hey, I want to come into your life. I want to become your Lord and your Savior. Listen, there's no other voice that you need to be listening to except the voice of Jesus. Do you believe that? I want to ask our prayer ministry team to come stand down front with me today because here's the deal. We want to give you an opportunity to respond to that voice of God that is calling out to you right now. Listen, there's no other voice that commands such reverence. There's no other voice that knows you like he knows you. There's no other voice that's worth listening to. Listen, listen, dial in to that voice right now. That voice is alive It is right, it is eternal, and it is the way. Jesus is calling you. So today, if you're here and you need Jesus, I want you to come right now. Many have already come. I want you to come find somebody. My friends are down here to pray with you and share with you what it means to say yes to Jesus. Maybe there's another group of you here today and you're facing some sort of major decision in life and you've heard from so many different opinions. There are so many people that are speaking into you. Hey, listen, what you need is the voice of Jesus. And I believe that today, my friends might encourage you in that. They might be able to pray a word over you that is of the Lord. It's of his word. It's of scripture. It's of great plans for your life. But today, if you're here today and you're facing a major life issue, job related, family related, health related, whatever it is, I want you to know that that's why we're here as well. And so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pray and I'm going to officially dismiss us. And as people are leaving for the exits, if you want to say yes to Jesus, if you want somebody to pray with you and encourage you today, we're going to stand down here and wait. Is that okay, friends? We're going to wait for you. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for your voice. Lord, I want to thank you that you call us by name, that we no longer have to be a slave to fear, a slave to bondage or sin. We don't have to be a slave to what the world says about us. We today can be called a child of God. So I'm praying right now for that person. And they say yes to Jesus. Hey, let go of that chair right now and come right now. Come on. You come right now. God's calling you. God's calling you. He's saying, you come. I want to give you life, and I want to give it abundantly. There's someone here today that's facing a major life decision. You're looking for an answer. You've got a major question. Hey, you come right now, and let us pray with you and encourage you with what the Lord is saying. Lord Jesus, I pray that we would obey your voice and obey it promptly. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are dismissed.